Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Holistic Hearts. I am your host, Kristen Chadwick. I am here to help bring you a transformational Christian life journey, and that comes in all ways, mind, body, and spirit. This month in November, we are talking about how are we designed from the very core of our being. And so we're walking through some different conversations, different personality tests that you can take, like the Enneagram and Myers-Briggs, um, and, and another version of just, this is actually our core identity, is spiritual gifts. And that's what I would love to talk about today. But I do want to just perk up your ears and just give you a heads up for these next couple of weeks. I'm going to be interviewing some amazing women who are so knowledgeable about the Enneagram and how that can benefit you and your family. And so be sure to turn in, uh, t- turn in, you guys, <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a long week to tune in and just... Um, be prepared to do some exploring. The reason why that we are talking about this um, design baseline question of who am I is so that you can walk through your world more intentionally, more fully present, more walking in confidence of who God has created you to be. And that is my heart for you to perk up and ask those questions like, Go to the Myers-Briggs website and take the test or Strength Finders or um, yeah, all of these ideas, you guys. And discovering more of you will always bring you back to discovering more of who God is. So today I'm going to hit on spiritual gifts. So these are, ultimately, we're going to talk about four ways to discover your spiritual gifts. But first, I really want to hit on what is a spiritual gift? Well, according to Jeff Carver, he's an author of a book called Gifted by Grace. It's a jam-packed conversation about who Holy Spirit is and what our Holy Spirit's gifts that he has given us. Um, And he defines it as a supernatural ability given to us as believers in Jesus who have received the Holy Spirit to do ministry for God in his kingdom. Spiritual gifts are totally supernatural. It is not explained by natural means, but it can only be from God himself. So if we look at three different specific passages in the word, Romans 12, 6 through 8, 1 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10, 28 through 30, and Ephesians 11, we can gather a glimpse of some of the spiritual gifts that the Holy Spirit loves to lavish on us. So let's dig into Romans 12, 6. God's marvelous grace imparts to each one of us varying gifts. So if God has given you the grace gift of prophecy, activate your gift by using the proportion of faith you have to prophesy. If your grace gift is serving, then thrive in serving others well. If if you have the grace gift of teaching, then be actively teaching and training others. If you have the grace gift of encouragement, then use it often to encourage others. If you have the grace gift of giving to meet the needs of others, then may you prosper in your generosity without any fanfare. If you have the gift of leadership, be passionate about your leadership. And if you have the gift of showing compassion, then flourish in your cheerful display of compassion. 
Isn't that beautiful? I love that they call this um, spiritual gift a grace gift. I love it. So you heard quite a bit in there of different kinds of gifts, and I'll go over all of them in a minute. But I also wanted to read in 1 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10. Okay, the Spirit gives to one the gift of the word of wisdom. To another, the same Spirit gives the gift of the word of revelation knowledge. And to another, the same Spirit gives the gift of faith. And to another, the same Spirit gives gifts of healing. And to another, the power to work miracles. And to another, the gift of prophecy. And to another, the gift to discern what the Spirit is speaking. And to another, the gift of speaking different kinds of tongues. And to another, the gift of interpretation of tongues. Remember, it is the same Holy Spirit who distributes, activates, and operates these different gifts as he chooses for each believer. I love that. It is totally up to him, Holy Spirit, how he decides to distribute, distribute all of these gifts that he sees fit. Isn't that beautiful? And yes, the pressure is off. All right, let me read this last scripture. Okay, Ephesians 4.11 is where I'm going to start. And he has appointed some with grace to be apostles, and some with grace to be prophets, and some with grace to be evangelists, and some with grace to be pastors, and some with grace to be teachers. And their calling is to nurture and prepare all the holy believers to do their own works of ministry. And as they do this, they will enlarge and build up the body of Christ these grace ministries or spiritual gifts will function until we all maintain one, attain oneness into the faith until we all experience the fullness of what it means to know the son of God. And finally we become one into a perfect man with the full dimensions of spiritual maturity and fully developed into the abundance of Christ. And then a little bit further down, it says in every member <laughs> has been given divine gifts to contribute to the growth of all. And as these gifts operate effectively throughout the whole body, we are built up and made perfect in love. Oh man, so much to unpack here. First, let's talk about all the different spiritual gifts that were mentioned. We've got wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, miraculous powers, prophecy, distinguishing of spirits, which can be spiritual discernment, um, speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues, leadership, giving mercy or compassion, encouragement, servant, uh, service. I mean, so many gifts that the Holy Spirit lavishes on us for the purposes of growing others to know who God is. Isn't that beautiful? I love that. I feel like we could just sit on that and meditate on that beauty in that trust that he's given us. It is like a stewardship. Um, I think of the parable of the talents that he has entrusted us with these gifts to bring others to know him, to grow in him, to bring freedom, all of those things. One more verse I want to share with you is 1 Timothy 5, 14 and 15. Don't minimize the powerful gift that operates in your life, for it was imparted to you by the laying on of hands of the elders and was activated through the prophecy they spoke over you. 
Make all of this your constant meditation and make it real with your life so everyone can see that you are moving forward. So here, I want to encourage you, if you, I mean, it talks about um, gifts being imparted on you and the laying hands of elders. If you have not had that in your life, I really encourage you to find somebody in your church, in your community that you really look up to them. Maybe you are fascinated by healing. Maybe you um, want to experience miraculous powers to help raise the dead. Like Jesus said, we are called to raise the dead, set the captives free, all of those things. Find somebody in your community that you can come alongside. Ask for that anointing. We can ask supernaturally to the Father, who is our creator, for those gifts to come alive in us. Um, that is just one way that we can go about this. This is, this is all about enjoying the playground. It, it's an adventure. This is fun. He's so much better than we could ever imagine. So every one of us has gifts that we have been given in our lives. And there's also a sense of discovery, a treasure hunting. Um, you can just see that in that, uh, quote from first Timothy. It was a letter from Paul to Timothy about discovering his own gifts and to remember the things that people have spoken over, over, uh, Timothy spiritual gifts. Um, I, I want you to think about, they are gifts. So if you hear that word gifts, that means it is a gift. It is not, you, um, are not working hard for it, not working hard to receive it. You may find joy in exploring and say your gift is leadership. Find joy in exploring. What does that mean to, to be a leader like Jesus? How did he lead well? Um, what does it look like to have distinguishing of spirits, that spirit of discernment? Explore, have fun, uh, that sense of playfulness, just as a kid receives a gift in gratitude and playfulness, you are free to do that, um, to just accept and receive and then go explore. When we give gifts, just like when we give gifts to our kids, it's a peek into our own heart, right? So what's fun is pointing us back to Jesus. What kind of heart does he have? when he is offering these beautiful gifts of healing, faith, giving, encouragement, service. Look at the beauty of Jesus's heart in that as he gives all of these abundant gifts. It is peering into the heart of the Father. Ah, yeah. So 1 Corinthians 12, 7, another scripture, it says, to each is given the manifestation of the Spirit, for the common good. Again, it is for the benefit of others. How are we as the beloved using the gifts God has given us to love others? Are you stepping into that leadership? Maybe you feel like you're a mom at home and your gift, your spiritual gift is leading, but you don't feel like you're leading. Maybe you're not leading a Bible study or maybe you're not uh, currently if your gift is serving, you're not serving in the ministry, why don't you ask, stop and ask, where do you want me to lean into my leadership in this 
season. And it can change season to season. It will look different. Um, We are called to bring light and hope into this world. And one of those ways are the supernatural gifts that Holy Spirit has given us. I have a little bit of a soapbox with this. Um, You guys, yes, the world feels so heavy and the world needs us as believers more than ever to step into those gifts and use our gifts to fulfill the calling that he has on your life. If you love Jesus, if you have turned your face upon him, if you have given your life to him, girl, man, boy, daughter, you are privileged to walk in this dark world right now, shaky world, as a light. And you've got to discover your gift, gifts that are inside of you that are waiting to be discovered by other people. Using our spiritual giftings will always bring light. It will bring hope. It will bring encouragement. It is kingdom living today. It is bringing heaven on earth. That is our daily bread. When we ask Jesus, the disciples asked Jesus, how do we pray? Jesus said, as on earth as it is in heaven. What does that look like? It looks like us as individuals bringing our spiritual gifts, bringing our spiritual calling and stepping out and being brave in this time. Do not hide in fear. There is a beautiful way to use your gifts, not in a crass way, not in a shove it in your face way, not in a condemning face or condemning way or in your face kind of way, but there is a beauty in you stepping into your calling and your influence and your giftings that no one else can fulfill. God made you for a purpose in such a time as this. Do not shrink back. Okay, end of rant. (laughs) When we use our spiritual giftings, we will always come together as a community. It is for the benefit of others. If you are using a spiritual gifting that is making you isolated, I encourage you to go ask Jesus about that. We are not called to be hermits as Christians. We are called to go in to the hardest of hearts and let our light shine. It's about connecting and encouraging one another. This is not a solo adventure. Okay, before I want to go into how do you discover what those spiritual gifts are, I want to share with you this story that the Lord totally brought to mind a couple weeks ago, and I haven't thought about it in so long. And there's a part of me that um, I feel like I need to confess. (laughs) So when I was a little girl, we were going to a Methodist church. Um, There were parts that I loved, like when we sang out of the hymnals, that was probably my favorite part especially singing the um, doxology. As soon as that was done, I would look at my mom and I would say, I got to go to the bathroom. And I would leave the church. I was probably first or second grade. I would leave the church service with my little patent leather shoes and my dress. And I would go sneak upstairs to the classrooms 
and draw on the board and pretend like I was a teacher and teaching people in their seats. That is a glimpse of the spiritual gift that the Lord had put into my heart as even as a little girl saying, this is in you. I mean, I left the church service to go teach and I had so much fun and I knew God was in the room, proud of me. And so I encourage you to look back at your life. What were those things of the list that I wrote, read out on all of those um, spiritual gifts that we pulled out from those scriptures? What are the areas in there that you're like, wow, you know, people have always said that I've been really encouraging. I don't know where that came from, but it's, it's something within me that I'm a natural born encourager. Take notice of those types of things. Do you serve with a happy heart? <laughs> As love and logic likes to say, um, I know my husband, that servant heart is just part of his makeup. It is his baseline of who he is. He loves to serve. Um, so just, I encourage you to just be aware, go back and really dig into that. Who am I question? These are the kinds of things. If you were one of my coaching clients, we would just dig in and we would ask these deep questions. Okay. Do you remember a time when you were a little girl, a little boy, and something stood out, somebody said something about how you were uniquely gifted in this area and notice if it's a spiritual gift. How cool is that, that you get to use that spiritual gift for the rest of your life? His gifts are irrevocable, right? He does not take them back. All right. So four ways I kind of just hit on a little bit, but um, if you're new to understanding spiritual gifts, let's explore these four different ways that we can dive into the adventure of the gifts of the Holy Spirit that he has given us. So number one, read, read the word. And when I say read the word, yes, go back and look at those scriptures that I quoted, but specifically look at the men and women in the Bible. They are pure examples of living into their gifts, especially in the New Testament where um, like you look at Paul and he's exceptionally gifted in teaching, right? He's exceptionally gifted in um, apostleship. Um, I think about Peter and when he received the Holy Spirit, he was um, a rock, right? God said that he would be a rock that many churches we would be built on. He was, uh, he, he had the gift of speaking in tongues and, um, oh man, just so many that you can just dive into and just take notice. How did they use the spiritual gifts that Jesus, the Holy Spirit has given them? And remember that the word is Jesus himself in the scriptures. So it is alive and well, and Jesus is really inside of you. He is within you as you read the scriptures and allow him to speak to your heart and read those gospels and the letters to the churches and notice what resonates with you. Is there something that you notice about Paul? Or is there something that you notice about um, Luke or John that really resonates with you. For me, I really resonate with John. Um, 
I mean, I have joked in the past of like, I'm Jesus's favorite. And then, you know, noticing in the book of John where he's like, I am Jesus's beloved. (laughs) And I love that. I so resonate with that because that is um, sharing my heart for him and just knowing that John was a teacher. He loved to explain. And that's one of my giftings as well. Um, Is it knowledge? Is it the knowledge of Job, or not Job, um, Song of Solomon, his wisdom, uh, just going through all of it and what do you resonate with? So that's the first one is read the word. Number two, bring awareness to the areas you are naturally gifted in. Like I shared that story of uh, when I was a little girl, that moment of teaching, um, I knew I had a heart for teaching in the church. And sometimes, uh, this is almost a prophetic word, but sometimes it takes leaving the church pew and to go meet Jesus himself. What are those prophetic words like that that has been spoken over you since you were little? I know for my kids, there's so many things prophetically, meaning we can tap into the heart of the Father and really see a future that brings life to them and to others. And for my kids, um, like for my son Riker, I know he's going to have a huge story to tell. He's going to bring freedom to those kids that feel like they have no hope. Um, For... Sawyer, my 11-year-old, he is one of the most loving people I've ever met, and that is supernatural. Um, He can speak words that aren't even on his vocabulary list, and they just come out of him. And I know that that is a gift. So just leaning into those things, what are those areas that we can bring awareness to? Um, I have a whole episode, episode 15, talking about the importance of our words that we speak over ourselves, over our children. Um, We have powerful opportunities to align ourselves with what heaven says about our kids, ourselves, our spouses, and, and bringing that into life. Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense. Okay. Um, Let's see. Number three. Uh, let's talk about prayer. You have access to the Holy Spirit. And if you have listened to me at any time at all, you will know that one of my biggest things that I love to talk about is encountering Jesus. This is a great opportunity to ask Jesus a question. Ask Holy Spirit a question. Ask and wait for him to begin to reveal to you. That is the beauty of a relationship. It's back and forth. Be still, wait, wait for him to respond. Notice during the day how he taps you on the shoulder and he says, see, that was me. That was my gift to you to gift to somebody else. Like, um, for instance, if you go to the store and you notice, you notice that in the store, one woman stands out to you. Maybe it's a mom who's got a screaming toddler And your heart, your gifting is encouragement. You walk by and you say, hey, mom, I've been there. You got this. You can do this. Let me know if I can do anything for you. That is powerful. That's leaning into that spiritual gift that God has given you. 
And that's seeing another woman or another person that needs the encouragement, the love, the light, the hope that you can bring. So ask Jesus, Jesus, what are my spiritual gifts? What can I notice today lights up my life and I feel in, a, in, in, line, in alignment with heaven's vision of who I am? Because this is all building off of our basic design and how we came into this world. And it all will point to these beautiful um, visions, callings, mission in our life. And you've got to start with the very basic conversation of what are the gifts that you have given me? Okay. Number four on how to figure out what your gifts are is a pretty easy one. It's an easy access and you can use all of these things combined with this tool. It is called spiritualgiftstest.com. And it is full of information on spiritual giftings. Um, you can just go on there. It, I think the test was about 10 minutes long when I took it. Um, and it will tell you like your top five. I think it even goes into top 10. So that is a resource that you can investigate even further. And it will tell you, you know, like, what if you don't know what prophecy means? Well, there's a whole paragraph or two about what that means or what does, um, interpretation of tongues means. Um, and it will process through that. There's also another book called, um, which I mentioned at the top of the hour, <laughs> the top of the hour at the podcast gifted by grace by Jeff Carver. And that is a beautiful book all about the Holy spirit and the Holy spirit gifts. So you can dig into each of those spiritual gifts that are listed in that test as well. Um, yeah, man, this was just scratching the surface of spiritual gifts and how to discover your own spiritual gifts. So if you have questions, if you would like to meet with me one-on-one, -on -one, I would love to do that. Um, I will post a link below. You are welcome to a free 30 minute coaching consultation to see if we can take this into a deeper conversation. Um, there's that option. And also I will remind you that Thanksgiving Wednesday, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, be on the lookout for the heavenly commission. This is where we will go through as a group and do group coaching on your identity, your specific identity, God's calling over your heart, how you are seen from heaven, your calling, your mission, and then we create goals from there. This is all about living intentional lives, everyone. This is for women and men who are seeking to um, just not wake up feeling overwhelmed and let's just check off the box of all the to-dos. This is for people that are longing for more and they're ready to make that commitment, that step into a purpose-filled um, and abundant life of walking out your heavenly commission. What is the mission that God has put onto your heart through your design, through your experiences, through your calling, your vision? He knows it all. And that course will be all about exploring and digging into tangible ways to ask Jesus those questions. So be on the lookout for that. I'm excited for that. 
It is going to be an amazing 2022 as we do that. Um, if you have taken that course before, you can join again for a small fee. This time around, it will be more of a group coaching instead of a self-paced. I really missed my clients. I love the process. I love watching how God works through the Heavenly Commission. So just so you guys know. All right, you guys have a great week. I will be posting a lot of new episodes in the next few weeks um, just to give you baseline personality, who are you, all of those things, because this is an important topic to start from. Take care.